Welcome back to Archives of Fabella Daily, the podcast solving murder in a magical world. Today is January 15th, equal to Capricorn 25th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. January 15th. 1559 A.D. is the date Elizabeth I is crowned Queen of England in Westminster Abbey. But in the magical wonderland of Fabella, a mother went to extreme lengths to hunt down her son's killer. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Capricorn 25th, 5559, FY, Fabella year, equal to January 15th, 1559, AD, Earth year. It's the expansion age in Fabella, a period when people are spreading out and exploring what the magical world has to offer. Goblin witch Gundrada Clayhanger anxiously awaits the arrival of her son aboard a ship, docking at New Cadmium Port, approximately where New York is on a map of Earth. Her son, Grimbald Clayhanger, has been away overseas in Camelot to meet with the King of Avalon. He'd written back to his mother, saying that he'd met someone and would be bringing her home to the Sheba Union to introduce his soon-to-be-betrothed wife to his darling mother. But when the ship pulls up to harbor and all the passengers disembark, Grimbald Clayhanger is nowhere to be seen. An anxious Gandrada thinks that she may have missed him, or perhaps he never got on the boat suddenly. There's a commotion coming from the sailors. Crew aboard the ship drag out a crate, which is recorded to have housed a cat in their manifest. But instead of a cat, crews discover the body of Grimbald Clayhanger wedged inside. Grimbald Clayhanger's body is twisted and contorted from having expanded inside a crate so small. He barely looks like a goblin. It's a gruesome discovery, made all the more horrifying when Gondrada recognizes her dead son. The ship's crew doesn't know who dropped the crate off or why. Their investigation ends there. In this period, before law enforcement, the military handles most law enforcement issues, and detective work is basically non-existent. To find her son's killer and bring them to justice, Gondrada has to perform the investigation herself. 
And that's exactly what she does. Thanks to the crew's manifest, Gadrada knows that the crate was dropped off by a delivery courier, at which time it is believed Grimbald Clayhanger had been transfigured into a cat. The ship's officer who received the delivery said that he thought the cat may have been sleeping, but on closer reflection, recalled no signs of life in the feline. This means that Grimbald was likely already dead when delivered by the courier. Animal transfiguration is new to Fabella for the time period, and it's becoming a growing fad. Everyone likes to try transforming themselves into animals. It's so new that laws haven't caught up to it, and the practice goes on with little regulation. Thanks to her magical knowledge, Gondrada knows that most magic spells wear off after about half an hour. She journeys to Camelot, approximately where London is on a map of Earth, to retrace her son's whereabouts prior to his death. She is able to locate the delivery courier who retrieved the crate from a nearby inn. Gondrada times the courier's journey to the boat and finds that it could have only taken him five minutes. This leaves an estimate of 25 minutes unaccounted for. The courier helpfully walks Gondrada to the inn, where he picked up the crate with the sleeping cat. But when the innkeeper's wife opens the door, the courier states that she was not the lady on duty when he picked up the crate. The innkeeper's wife states that she is the only lady of the inn, meaning the courier picked up the crate from the killer. The courier testifies that he met a gnome at the inn. The innkeeper's wife names the gnome as a guest who stayed with Grimbald in his room, named Farah Underhill. Gondrada spends weeks asking everyone she can about the whereabouts of a gnome going by the alias Farah Underhill. She hits paydirt when she intercepts a gold pocket watch owned by Grimbald and the buyer directs her to a street vendor from whom he bought it from. Lo and behold, the person behind the counter is a gnome who matches the courier's description of Farah Underhill. But when Gandrada interrogates the gnome, she denies that her name is Farah Underhill. Not ready to give up without a fight, Gandrada learns how to transfigure herself into a raven. As a raven, Gondrada is able to track the gnome half an hour at a time. Animal transfiguration has an unintended side effect. The more magicians use transfiguration on themselves, the more it begins to distort their body. It's not unheard of for people to suddenly start growing feathers, fracture bones as they set and reset, or lose the ability to speak so they can only bark, squawk, or roar. For these reasons above all, animal transfiguration is incredibly reckless in Fabella. Later, scientists will discover evidence that it subtracts 10 years from your life with each metamorphosis. There are even people who aren't able to transform back. Gondrada experiences all these side effects as she pursues the gnome. She starts to sprout a layer of permanent black feathers and her arms are frozen into a bent wing-like pose. Each transformation brings with it more horrific bad news. 
but she refuses to give up. It takes months, but Gondrada finally confirms what she suspected all along. The gnome was Farah Underhill. On Capricorn 25th, the body of Farah Underhill is discovered in the streets. She has been decapitated. Witnesses report seeing a great big form of a goblinist with wings of a raven lift off from the scene. The story spreads through word of mouth from Gondrada herself. It is believed that Grimbald Clayhanger was catfished by Farah Underhill and poisoned to death at the inn, all so the gnome could steal what little valuables he had on him at the time. For all the trouble, it is estimated that Farah Underhill only made the equivalent of $10 out of the deal, and Grimbald Clayhanger likely wasn't her only victim. Scattered reports of a part raven Gundrada spread throughout the countryside for a few years, until word comes that she was found dead from a self-inflicted killing curse. The case of Grimbald Clayhanger and the steps undertaken by Gundrada go down in history as one of the earliest homicide investigations preceding the dawn of law enforcement in Fabella. That's going to do it for us today. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley with music by Garrett Ferris and audio blocks. Books are available on Amazon in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.